calling all women. Our guest today is on a mission to normalize the aging process and so much more. Join us today. Trapped by the belief that I'm not good enough, bound by the limitations and the lies that consumed my world, this was me. It wasn't until I took the biggest leap in my life to know and trust the power within. And it was at that moment I made a choice. My past will not define me anymore. Hello, I am Terry Cardula, and I know I am not alone in this. Over the years, I have found that the number one mistake that we make is that we get in the way of our own success story. Yes, I said it. On this show, together we'll tackle limiting beliefs, self-sabotage, getting stuck, fear, doubt, overwhelm, and the imposter syndrome. Join us on this journey designed to transport you beyond your limitations to a world where anything is possible. This is Talking with Terry. Hello, and welcome back to Talking with Terry, where we have powerful conversations to transform your life and your business. And our guest today is Jack Perez. She is a pro-aging champion on a mission to normalize aging for women through highly curated content and women-driven brands. I can't wait to unpack this. Welcome to the show. I am so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me, Terry. Yeah. Okay. So let's dive in. Let's hear a little bit for folks that do not know you yet. Tell us a little bit about you and how you got started and let's do a quick dive in here. That's a big question to ask someone who right is out of the gate. right out of the gate. Right. It's actually someone who's as old as I am. There's a, there's a lot to tell. So. Oh, please. Oh, please. For folks that have not seen her, she is absolutely drop dead gorgeous. I mean, please go check us out on YouTube as well. So you can just see how amazing she looks. Thank you. Thank you for that compliment. I, I am learning to take compliments uh, as I get older. So I will say thank you. And yes. you are, you are a beautiful woman as well. Well, thank you. So, you know, how did I get here? Right. I think like a lot of us, I did, I, I did, I did all the things we're supposed to do in our twenties, checked all the boxes, did the education, got the boy, got the house, got the kid, you know, all of the checked up all the boxes. And then, whoa, when I started going through menopause, which is a, by the way, a normal physiological transition that occurs to about I don't know, 50% of the population that walks on the planet. (laughs) I was like, wait, can we get out of this? Like, can we like check a box and get out of menopause? No, every other human goes through menopause, right? It's not, listen, this is, it shouldn't be a mystery and it, it sure as heck shouldn't be difficult to find resources and ways to help yourself. Sadly, or maybe not sadly, because I wouldn't be here today had it gone so smoothly. Right. If there was a symptom, Terry, if there was a symptom, I seem to have it. Yeah. I know, I know a lot of women who go through the transition, they barely noticed it happened. It's in the rear view, rear view mirror, and they they didn't have any of the symptoms. From 30 pounds, extra 30 pounds to newfound anxiety, which I had never had before, the sleep, the hot, the the night sweats, the hot flashes, right? You can go on and on and on. And it seemed like I had them all, including vertigo. Yeah. Oh, dear. Okay. So that sounds awful. awful. Like I've I've had moments where I've had like this like intense pain and I think it might've been a migraine for, you know, 32 seconds. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have such a profound respect for anyone that has vertigo, you know, migraines. I mean, 
I couldn't even last for like 30 seconds, let alone, <laughs> let alone like people right. for hours or days, you know? Yeah. And so I when- think, it, and it's so funny because like last night, my husband and we're at, my husband and I were at dinner and the ladies behind us, they were an older ladies and they were talking about menopause and, and it was just really funny because like you could just hear, they were pretty loud. And so it was just, and I was just kind of like taking this in. And even last night, it was just interesting, but I think too, for a lot of people, it's almost like pregnancy. I don't know about you, but when you were pregnant, not a lot of people talked about what really happens. It's like, oh, we go to the hospital, we have this beautiful baby, we bring it home, and I'm like, yeah. But they they leave out this entire section of like, what does delivery look like? And I think that's true from like menopause too. I think women are just like, we kind of are on this lone, you know, lone ranger road, you know, from this. And so, I just think it doesn't get talked about as much. And and here you are, you're 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 paving a path here. Yes, because don't even get me started on on the the concept of medical misogyny, because the reality is that the medical world doesn't really know female physiology as well as they should by now. We weren't even included in clinical trials until the 1990s. Let what? that let let that sink in for a little bit. Okay, wait, 1990? Yes, ma'am. That's when we started being included in clinical Holy trials. Buckets. Yeah. And one of the reasons, I mean, they, wow. they stated a couple of reasons. One was that, you know, they just viewed us as little men. And then, <laughs> and, then so funny. and then when they dug in deeper, which was contrary to the original, they viewed us as little men. The other side of the argument was that we're way too complicated because of our reproductive system and our hormonal, right? So we've got some unique qualities going on here. We do, you know, give life. (laughs) We can make a human. Right, right. I was just, I was at a live, my live event a couple, um, last week actually. And we were talking about that and how my doctor says that when she went to school, they actually spend one day on her day for the female when they're, when they're pregnant. And it's like, she's like, I can't, I can't even, believe that we have more disabilities and things like that on the planet, because she's like, you know, like the ears, for example, start down here and they migrate up to where they're supposed to go. She's like, I mean, the amount of stuff that's happening in the body and, and us women are, we, we give that we, that is our, and so we are a little bit more complicated because I mean, look how freaking amazing we are. We are. We're incredibly, we're a much more complex organism. Absolutely. Yes. Because we are designed to make a human deliver that human, and then keep that human alive and not <laughs> keep the human alive, but have the human grow Yeah, with That's nothing right. else, with nothing else for the first six months, right? All you're doing is breastfeeding that child or yeah. three. I can't yeah. remember how long before you give the kid cereal. Cause it's that far back in my rear view mirror that I <laughs> blocked it out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, oh my God, I, you know, that was so another lifetime ago. I blocked it out. But yeah, so what happened was when I started going through that particular change, the the menopause change, and I was miserable. I was a shell of a human. I was a terrible mother. I wasn't a very good partner or friend. And worse yet, I was a terrible Jacqueline. I was a terrible person for myself. Yeah. I looked at the reality of what I was facing. And in my early 50s, I'm, I was looking at another 30, 40, maybe even 50 years. Who knows, right? I thought yeah. to myself, 
Right. But then I thought to myself, is this how I want to spend the next 30, 40, 50 years? Because this is pretty miserable. Yeah. And when I went to go try to find information to help myself and including the medical profession, I kept coming up with zeros, basically, you know, like basically get over it. It's just menopause. Your hair is going to fall out. You're going to have hot flashes. I'm like, no, I you're going to get fat. You're going to have back fat. Like, I refuse to accept the only answer. (laughs) I said, is that what's happening to me right now? Like, (laughs) you know, it might be, I don't, I I don't know how old you are or whatnot, but yeah, it might be. And and in hindsight, I now can identify symptoms as early as my early forties that were perimenopausal symptoms. Mm. No doctor ever helped me define them as such or gave me any ideas or notions about how I could address them or mitigate them or prevent them. Yeah. And I had to figure it out all by myself. And it, and it took me years. You name it. I probably tried it from supplement, wow. intermittent fasting, uh, drink, don't drink, exercise, don't exercise, put myself to bed earlier, get myself up earlier, make myself lie down. You name it. I tried it. Supplements, patches. None of it worked. Yeah. None of it worked. And I finally found the solution that works for me. Okay. I want to know this magic wand. What's this magic wand trick? Well, it's not a magic wand for everyone, Terry. It's right. my it's magic yeah. wand. And that is bioidentical hormone replacement therapy. Yeah. I finally went that route. And I'll tell you right now, there's so much misinformation on hormone replacement therapy for women based on a study that was done a very long time ago that has been debunked. I really want your audience to do the research if they're interested. Yeah. Because yes, not everyone is a good candidate. I'm not suggesting that, but there are a lot more good candidates than there are not good candidates. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, it has improved the quality of my life in such a way that I am not exactly sure what you would have to tell me for me to let them go. Because even if you told me you were, I was shortening my life span, I would tell you right now, I would still keep them because I would prefer to live a wider life. Yeah. And a higher width, quality. The width yeah. of my life. Correct. Yeah. Than the length of a life. Yeah. I agree. And again, I think this is important to note, like every single one of us have is a very different being. And, you know, yes. we, as yes. women are really complex and we are, our complexities are unique to each of us. And yes. therefore, yeah. you know, some things that might work for you may not work for me and vice versa. And so just exactly. finding the, the resource. So I'm going to make an assumption here, but is that, you know, I mean, based on what you've shared, you know, you're, you know, pro-aging champion, like, yeah. do you have these resources that are available for folks that kind of look and give us some resources for folks that are in this boat, because I think there's a lot more people in this boat than a will admit, or because I think it is almost like there's like a taboo around even talking about the topic. Yet currently today, more women than ever in the history of humankind, more women than ever are either in perimenopause, going through menopause or postmenopausal. Because wow. if you think about it, yeah, in the early 1900s, the average lifespan of a white woman was 51. Yeah, for a woman of color, for a person of color, it was even less. 
Sure, there were women that lived to be in their 60s, 70s, 80s, even over 100. Of course there were. But as a collective, but as a group, we didn't exist. So there wasn't a lot of modeling for what menopause looked like and what a life after menopause can look like. Yeah. And, and it's not just the physiological changes, Terry. Okay. Because get ready. I, I'm not exactly sure where you are in the, in the age spectrum, but here are some other things that come along with this second half of life or third act or second act, whatever you want to call it. If you've had a family, then you may be facing an empty nest or you're still dealing with teenagers and you're also taking care of your aging parents. Yes. You, you might be dealing with the fact that your teen stole your car at 3 a.m. in the morning, only to be awakened by a phone call from the facility that your mother fell and broke her hip. Okay. Yeah. The other thing that happens at this time of life is that a lot of women get divorced. Yes. The majority of divorces, I just recently heard a stat that 70% of divorces are initiated by women. Interesting. Yeah, I know. Isn't that? And then, and then the majority of those divorces are also women over 50. I can. So there's a lot of women transitioning out of long-term marriages. Yeah. What are the implications of that? Right. What if you want to get back into the dating world? And if you haven't dated in 20, 30, 40 years, how do you do that? How do you date with a dry vagina? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Well, and I, and I think even like with, with divorces for entrepreneurs, and that's a lot of our audience right here that listen to this podcast is that a a majority, a lot of entrepreneurs, so high powered, high achieving women that are in that 50 plus range are seeking divorce. And you're right. Now they're going back into the dating scene. And how do we, how do we navigate that dating scene with everything else that you just described that's on our plate, let alone the business? So much. And, you know, women weren't necessarily taught, you know, good manage money management skills at, you know, at least the boomers and the Gen Xers, right? Because it wasn't until the seventies the 1970s, I was alive. It wasn't until the 1970s where women could get their own credit cards yeah. or, you know, without their husband's signature people, this isn't that long ago. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Right. So I wanted to create a repository, a place, a haven, some sort of digital platform where we could house relevant, empowering, actionable information. Love it. That's what I set out to do out of sheer frustration. So the the, the reality is that I built this platform and it's called Cool Life. I built it completely for selfish reasons. I built it because I felt alone. I felt isolated. I felt underserved. And I think that's how, you know, I think most entrepreneurs that are listening to this would agree that our calling gets woken up on our path, you know, for this impact of like, okay, there's a need that's not being served. How can I step into it? And if, if, if it's, if it rings true for you and it's passionate and, and a lot of times we have to go through the worst of the worst. And it sounds like yours was one of those cases where it was just like, I've tried everything, done everything. I'm frustrated. I'm, a, yeah, I'm, I'm annoyed with the system. I'm now, what can I do? And that's that entrepreneurship, you know, mindset that you have is like, I've got to figure out the solution because I know I'm not alone. And, and that's a lot for uh, most of us is like, there is a need and let's follow that. And so what a brilliant way to, you know, shine your light in a bigger way 
Because I think, I think every one of us that are, you know, feeling called to do something great, it's, it's having this huge impact. And so, especially now that I've gone back and said this a couple of times where, you know, this, this energy that we're in right now is really, you know, shifting and we're, we're becoming more aware of, you know, things and we're being, you know, called to do, you know, and we seek out resources that can be easier, that it can be, you know, this is, yes, this is a natural part of the life cycle. And what if it could be easier? What if there's better resources out there for us to take care of? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I agree, but guess what? I am not an expert in all things midlife and beyond. Right. Right, right. So there's just yeah. there's just so many things yeah. that I can share about and you know provide insider wisdom, but I don't have. You're also a connector. You're also a connector of like, right. okay, hey, go seek out this information. Go, go do your due diligence here. This is a resource, right? Yeah. Like I see that as a, a a part of your passion is like you know connecting people to the right resources. Yeah, and and I'm bringing them the right resources. So what I've been doing, you know, in in I call it market research. I was going out there to see who is talking, who is a who is currently addressing these topics, these opportunities and challenges that are unique to the season of life. Who's already out there? And I I would approach them, talk to them, let them know what I was doing, let them know my my mission. Most of them Occasionally, I'd get a woman who said, yeah, that doesn't sound like that's a good fit for me. But almost everyone got very excited and nodded. And this was, Terry, this was before the website that you see now has been professionally done. But what I'm talking about was a website that I cobbled together with, you know, chewing gum, band-aids, and buckets <laughs> of tears, right? Literally, buckets of tears had no social media presence. Had I was the only one populating articles, it was a pretty pathetic looking site. Yet, these women, the the OGs, you know, my OGs, the original life women, they could see past it and they got what my vision was. And I'm very grateful to them because they said yes when I had very little to offer back. Yeah. Just just a promise that I would yeah. do my level best and work my ass off to make sure that their word got in front of the eyeballs of the women who really need it. Yeah. But fast forward and I am at I think I'm at 65. 65 industry thought leaders from around the world. As a matter of fact, I'm about to onboard a thought leader who deals with mother mother wounds so like trauma from the mother daughter relationship yeah. that is her area of expertise and, and and specialty and she is in Zurich Switzerland we have women from all over the world new zealand spain you name it and they're providing their wisdom their expertise they're giving tips and advice And in addition, if you want more, you can contact them directly because we give you access to who they are, explain who they are, give you glimpses of what kind of individual they are, you know, what they represent, who they are. If I say who they are one more time, like seriously? (laughs) Okay. You're all good. (laughs) Yes. 
but powerful. So really that's all about building your community, right? And you have this, you know, force of incredible people, these influencers, these movers and the shakers of the world supporting your mission. And as a result of that, you're going to have an incredible, you're already having an incredible impact out there. I know, but how lucky am I? Like, how did I get, how did I get that lucky? Yeah. Right. That I got that many women to say yes to me. Yes. I wouldn't be here without them. I mean, I say that I built cool life, but it's not mine. Yeah. You know, it belongs to all of us. It belongs to all of them. Yeah. I'm just the steward of it. Right. Yeah. yeah. I love it. That's beautiful. Okay. So let me ask you this before we wrap up. I mean, we could sit here and talk to you all day. What, you know, what tip or tool um, or strategy do you have for women that are, you know, and I know this is going to, I'm going to broaden this up a bit, but you know, you know, that are going through these, you know, our, you know, our physiological changes, you know, whether they're pre-menopausal or in the menopause area, like where can, you know, what is something that they can actually from this podcast take in and implement, you know, implement into their lives today? Well, first I want them to know and realize that whatever they're feeling is quote unquote normal. That is why I'm out to normalize aging. I mean, I'm serious. You, you're not a freak. (laughs) There are a gajillion other women feeling the exact same thing, going through the exact same thing. And I, one of the reasons I built Cool Life was because I didn't want other women to feel alone and isolated and worried that whatever was going on with them was so peculiar that they needed to keep it to themselves and just suck it up. You don't need to keep it to yourself. You don't need to just suck it up. Pardon? I will even say onto this because I've had a lot of clients that have come to me and and they're like, I feel like a crazy person. I go tell my doctor that X, Y, Z is happening. And the doctor tells me it's all in my mind. And I just, I want to, you know, second your, your, your passion here by saying, if you, we know our bodies the best. And so it's nobody else's, I mean, like we've got to trust and honor what we're feeling inside, what we know is changed or shifted or whatever. We got to trust that because nobody else from outside our body is, can tell us yes or no. And so keep seeking out people resources until you have someone that can hear you and really understand what I I went through probably five medical professionals before I found one and she, and she is a woman. I'm going to tell you right now, I do not see male doctors. Don't see them. Just, I mean, unless I absolutely have to. So I had an accident, a terrible accident. And I was given um, this neurologist and he happened to be a, a man, but I was in the, emer- I mean, I didn't have a choice, but yes. from, from when I look for medical professionals, mm-hmm. I, in, unless there is a hardcore reason why I need to be seen by a man, I will work my ass off to find a woman. And if you go out there and just Google studies on patients and longevity, women doctors, their patients live longer. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Their patients live longer on average. I mean, just go, go Google, like, you know, life expectancy of a patient from a male doctor versus a female doctor. It's, it's yeah. That's interesting. I've right. Never, and, and, I've never heard and, that before, but that's interesting. Right. And if any anybody tells you it's in your head. I don't care what their title is. Fire them. (laughs) There you go. Fire them. 
fire them. Yes. Yeah. Cause I don't think we ever, like, we don't have to question ourselves. Like we know, and we got to trust that. And I'm all about, you know, helping build people's intuition. And, you know, if we, we hear someone else saying, no, 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 that's all in your head. That's not possible. You're right. Like it's, it's time to be done because, you know, find the folks that are going to support and understand and hear you at the end of the day. Love it. Yep. Any other, any other tools or strategies for them? The other thing that I feel happens to a lot of us, and I struggled with this, was the notion of having everything perfect before you turn the light on, on anything, whatever that is. And I'm letting you know right now that I have made so many mistakes over the last five years in my business because I go way before I'm ready. Yeah. I go way before I'm ready. That is my attitude and my perspective. I throw it out there. It's almost like spaghetti on the wall. Did it stick? Did it not stick? You know, if it doesn't stick, I kind of sweep it under the rug and move on, right? But you won't know until you try it. And I think I think a lot of us suffer from this analysis paralysis. Mm-hmm. And it ends up it ends up making it so that we do less. Yeah. And we can do more. It doesn't have to be perfect. I agree. Because honestly, nobody else is looking at your stuff the way you're looking at your stuff. Agreed. Yeah. Right. Before you're ready, ladies do it before you're ready. Yeah. Go before you're, go before you're ready and and trust yourself because what is the worst thing that can happen? You decide differently and do something different. Yeah. You make it. You re-decide, just Mm re-decide. Love it. And And no one's really keeping score. You think they are. But the only one keeping score is you. Yes. I love that. That's a great. Because everyone's too preoccupied with their own stuff to worry about you, man. That's just there. They're not. We are way so hubristic to think that other people really are paying that close attention to what we're doing. Yeah. It's, it, it's really not happening. And that's like, that's so gold. That is, that is so true. Okay. Jack, where can people connect with you, find out more about cool life and cool life is not spelt, you know, the way we think it is. So will you give out the website and, um, and have people connect and we'll put these in the show notes as well. Yes. I spelled it all cattywampus because, <laughs> well, because C-O-O-L, you can't really put a, you know, trademark yeah. on C-O-O-L. It's just a regular old adjective. Yeah. But if you go to the Urban Dictionary and you type in C-O-O-L, you will find a synonym. And that is the way I chose to spell my business. And that is cool spelled with a K, K-U-E-L. So it's K-U-E-L life.com because my contention is that there is a significant and huge chasm between mini skirts and depends adult diapers. <laughs> and it's and it's in that space where we get to live our cool life however we define it. Yes, I love it. That's brilliant. Oh, you've been just a, a breath of fresh air today. Thank you for, you know, stumbling upon and, you know, finding your path to impact. Can't wait to stay in touch and connect with you further. Please go to her website, reach out to her and connect. And I can't wait to see what you continue to create. Thank you so much, Terry. I am so grateful that you joined us for this episode. If you've enjoyed this, then I invite you to connect further with me at Talking with Terry. That's T-E-R-I dot com. Yes, indeed.
women, we are the more complicated sex, and there is no shame in that. It's time to take back our health in a new and supportive way. 